right, everybody. Welcome to the Pastimes Podcast. Uh, each week we go through an old newspaper from a random date in history picked out by Dave Anthony. I'm Gareth Reynolds, and I've never seen it before, and neither is our guest this week. Jen Fricker. Hello, Jen. Hello! We're reunited. Yes, this yes. is your first time in the Pastimes, but... Uh, you're, you've done two live dollops with us, or is it three? Yeah, it's actually very, it feels too intimate, honestly. Just this the does, three of well, us. And not just us and like a big crowd. We're escalating. Yeah. We're, I'm, a, um, I'm avoidant, you know? So to me, this is too much. You're asking too much commitment. A lot of people don't like to do stuff with us if there isn't the direct benefit of immediate reaction. But we yeah. trick people and we, we sort of, you know, cajole them into... F- <laughs> falling in the trap of the pastimes. <laughs> so, uh, and it's a very creative podcast. This we go through um, some history. <laughs> I don't know any of it. Neither do you. It's a very not a lot of people are doing that. I've never heard uh, that concept Jen, before. It's a very new idea. Nobody's yeah. doing it. Um, Jen, you are a stand-up, a performer. If people want to find out where you'll be performing, you're all over the place, and you're at Jen Fricker, and Jen is with a G. Yeah, just to make it extra difficult. Um, yeah, what a nightmare. Yeah. It is, it is. It really came about from um, uh, just wanting to be difficult at every single stage of my career. I said, it's not enough so to be... So you chose this. Yeah, I said, it's not enough to be a young woman in comedy. And then I need some more doors close to me, so I'm going to make my yep. name difficult. Yeah, and then Fricker is close to fucker. It, there's yeah. a lot going on. So it's a lot, it's, uh, it's a lot. Yeah, that's okay. Um, well, welcome. Uh, I normally like to try to guess the year of the paper, so you're more than welcome to join in that. Uh, I'm going to guess that this is an... I, I just have a feeling this paper will be from the early 1800s. Mm. Jen, what do you think? Okay. Take a stab. I'm well, going to say... I wanted a more exact guess. I'm going to say eight... First of all, Dave, fuck you. Uh, second of all, I'll say, uh, 1808. Eight. Wow. Yeah. Okay. You push me, I respond, Anthony. Uh-huh. Wow. Uh-huh. Okay, uh-huh. I'm going to say 1997, baby. Wow. Oh. All the way Wild. the other yeah. way. Yeah. Let's do wow. the past. And it was a good it year is. for me. I'm going to guess. <laughs> I like that you're self-focusing <laughs> yeah. this podcast. I think Dave did it on one of my better years. <laughs> I think Dave was like, eight-year-old Jen was really killing it that year. Jen was so, doing great at eight. That's when yeah. her name was spelled with a J. The future yeah. was bright. <laughs> I'm going to guess 1864. Oh, You're guessing 1864. Dave, you're the guy yeah. with the paper, so yeah. I bet it's 1864. Are you all right? Is everything it is okay? Actually, it is actually 1864. God damn. Oh. He gets it every time. He gets it every it. time. May 20th, 1864, the Hamilton Spectator from Hamilton, Victoria, Australia. Oh, my God. That's where I live. Well, not Hamilton, but Australia. Where? where yes, you do live in Australia. A wild place. Where? Where is Hamilton in, like, comparison to, like, how far from Melbourne? I don't fucking Mountain? know. It's in You Victor- don't know? Because uh, I, I don't live there. Yeah, Dave. What? I can't be American about this? Ah, it's yeah. not in my fucking <laughs> part of the world, yeah. so I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. Right, <laughs> yeah. USA. USA. Um. <laughs> USA. Name a better country. Try. I'll wait. I'll fucking wait. Um, 
Okay, Hamilton, is, Victoria. I'm guessing it is, it's an alpine town. It's is 179, 179 miles from Melbourne, or 131, mm-hmm. oh, 200, 288 kilometers from Melbourne. We're talking, we're talking north, we're talking west, we're talking east. What are we talking? I mean, that's a good question. There's, it does not come up, no map comes up when I Google it. Oh, here we go. That's uh, interesting. Boy, I, I don't know what that is. It looks, you know, I can't, I, I'm, it's like a half map that came up on Wikipedia. Why is, are you on half maps? I'm <laughs> on half maps. I love that Google feature where they only show half the thing. So yeah, good. It's, actually, I find it quite confusing. It's not helpful. You're like, well, we probably won't get there. I'm on half maps. I'm on half maps. <laughs> oh, okay. I looked it up. <laughs> like, I get halfway there, and then I just kind of figure it out. Um, I'm looking at it. It's kind of near the border of South Australia and Victoria, so west oh, of it's Melbourne. Way over there. Yeah. Okay. Really. It's west, a freaky yeah. little town. All I heard was not America. Yeah. It's almost like it's um, it's between Mel- Melbourne and Adelaide, uh, Gareth. Mm. Oh, uh, who gives a shit? What happened? Yeah, what Everybody happened? Everybody died. Oh uh, page uh, page two, because the first page is all ads. Sure. The Hunt really? Club. Yeah, that happens a lot. Back then, they just do all ads. <coughs> in the and then I bet all the fans of the paper complained about it on Reddit, and then the people who put the paper together were like, well, what you know we what I just do? do? I just pick and up the paper, the... I skip it. I just skip yeah. to the second I line. I just ripped the first page. I just ripped the first page in half. <laughs> on Saturday afternoon, there was a grand meet of the members of the Hamilton Hunt Club at the Victoria Hotel. Mm. Interesting. Uh, Quite a crowd of horsemen were in attendance, and a little after. I'm sorry. Wait. Sorry. Quite. Sorry. Hmm? I don't want to jump in too early. But but a crowd of horse manure. Horsemen. Okay, I heard manure. So at this point, I thought that we were sort of personifying horse crap. I could have said that, but uh, I think I said horsemen. But I could have said horse manure. I appreciate Uh, you being open. Quite a crowd of horsemen were in attendance, and a little after two o'clock, a start was made in the most gallant array in the du- direct of Pierpoint. Um, about Germantown, a drag had been run, of which the dogs soon caught up the scent. Okay, so someone is getting paid by the word, and they yeah. are just drag. throwing every word in there. Drag is in parentheses, so I don't know what they mean, but it's clearly like something happened and the dogs were now on, on, the, hunt. The, on the hunt. The dogs picked okay. up a, a scent of an animal. Um, right. Sure. And a rattling run was the result. The line taken, including a large number of jumps, some of them pretty stiff. One way or another, nearly all the... Votaries of Nimrod got you're right, they're using all the words that they can possibly this find. This is I mean, honestly, what the hell are they? Just, it's just someone got it the votaries out. of Nimrod. I don't believe, enough. yeah, it's games of throne ish. Although, again, all the newspaper fans they're skipping the second page and they're looking for the words votary of Nimrods and then they see yeah. it and they're like, Yeah, that's yeah. the fan the service, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, one way or another, nearly all the votaries of Nimrod got a spill. One of them, Mr. Shinnok, getting a broken leg. No one else was much hurt. So they all, f- it sounds like they all fell down. So they, they, they all, okay. So basically, the dogs, they had a horseman's meeting. Yeah. Something happened. The dogs caught a scent. Mm-hmm. The dogs chased after it. 
And the people were like, whoa, we can't keep up. And they fell over. <laughs> and right? in my mind, what's... what's happened is they've stood directly up and then they've fallen straight over. Yeah, I'm, it's definitely, I'm picturing like egg people where they're yeah. sort of like, <laughs> bloody hell. Oh, bloody hell. I wasn't expecting to get up that fast. It was impossible to stand up. Oh, because oh. also in Australia, right, when they say Victoria Hotel, they mean pub. Like, it's never right. a hotel. Oh, it's right, always right, a pub. Right. Yeah, so they got right. shit-faced okay. and That's went good. hunting. That's helpful. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Of course, that's the lead story in the paper. <laughs> Blokes, dogs went crazy at the pub. Yeah. And then, dogs, beers. Yeah. Then they tried to get up too fast, and one of them really hurt himself. The end. Like Benny Hill music, they yeah. all fell too. Mm-hmm. So Nimrod was a hunter. Nimrod was a hunter? Nimrod's it's from votaries? The Bible. Nimrod, Nimrod oh. is a Bible guy. That's all you need to know, right? We don't need to know anything else. He's this, a Bible this, guy. This story is just like, I think you're it's right. Bad. This is like paid by the words. Yeah. Also, I guess <laughs> And then like... Nimrod from the Bible was there. <laughs> also complicating matters. Don't from even get real... me started on Abraham. <laughs> But also, like, isn't Nimrod another word for stupid? Idiot. Yeah, it's yeah. also idiot. Yeah. So uh, is he dissing these drunk hunters? He might be, yeah. I mean, it's definitely like, it definitely comes across a little bit like these guys are morons. Right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I wasn't picking up on that personally. They seem pretty smart. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Uh, yeah. Saxby Weather. In a letter to the Melbourne Argus. Saxby Lieutenant what? Sa- Saxby. Oh, sex oh yeah, I heard sex B too. I, I thought it sex was just like, you're hearing what you want to hear sex on that. And I say sex B fun, sex B <laughs> yep. safe, but most of all, yeah. sex B consensual. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We, we, we've always supported that here <laughs> on the dollop and the side the car the past times. It sounds like someone's trying to cloud <clears throat> fuck. Uh, sex B weather. And a letter to. <laughs> and a letter to the. Melbourne Argus. Go ahead. Oh my God. Did you say cumulus? Oh, I'm. Yeah, yeah, cumulus. but I want. I don't want to stop the progress. But yeah, you did. What? <laughs> I'm goofing, Jack. In a letter to the Melbourne Argus, Lieutenant Saxby gives the following dates for bad weather for the months of May, June, and July. May first, eighth, thirteenth, twenty second, and twenty ninth. June fourth, twelfth, nineteenth, and twenty fifth. This is July second, ninth, sixteenth, twenty second, and twenty ninth. So those are going to be the bad days for weather. <laughs> Literally something they cannot do now with Dopplers and weather balloons. And this guy's just like, hey, the eighteenth ought to be pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in like my what's away? In my mind, his ex has moved on and gotten married. And so he's yeah. just looking up her <laughs> diary and be like, yeah. "Oh, you can't can't get married that day. That'd be bad weather. Yeah. Oh, you want to meet up with your family? Sunday. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. no good. Oh no, no, just Tuesday at three. That's the only time that's not going to be terrible weather. Otherwise, you're the, fucked. The person, the person writing this down is probably like, "All right, the twenty second, and then he's like, "God, they want more. The twenty fifth. <laughs> The first. It's All like right. That, what else you got? It's like that thing where like you want someone to talk more, so you just be quiet and they fill the yeah. silence. Yeah. You like <laughs> yeah. Uh, bad weather on the seventh. The seventeenth, eighteenth, nineteenth should be bad. Okay. <laughs> no, 
And then uh, we'll revisit this for the next three months soon. <laughs> but you know what's amazing is this paper came out on the 28th. and So they would already know if May 1st, 8th, and 15th had bad weather. <laughs> That's amazing. They were probably like, well, he nailed those ones that already happened. So this guy knows what he's talking about. <laughs> Look at how right he was about these dates that we've already experienced. Uh, Hamilton County Court. Oh, this is from the court. This is a court, a, a direct court. Uh, you get more. So see your posture. You're straightening yeah. up with your posture, Dave. You're taking. What's it a the more law? Serious. Dave takes the uh, law seriously. Yeah, yeah, Dave yeah. takes the law very seriously. Yeah, absolutely. It's just this is harder to read. It's it's small. Uh, same versus Jay Costello must be Grant versus Jay Costello. Mister Powell for the plaintiff and Mister Lamont instructed by Mister Nunn for the defendant. This one is an action brought to recover the seven pounds, the balance of a hotel bill. The peculiar feature pub. of the case. Yeah, it's a pub. It's a pub situation. <laughs> hotel. Why do they call it a hotel if it's a pub? Because you don't want to be like you're just drunk all the time. Yeah. Well, because you can stay there as well. So, like, you can't, like, there are still some pubs as well where you can ha- rent rooms above the. That's a great business wow. model, too. Yeah. You get someone shit faced and they're like, can I adjust you in a bed? You're like, I'd, I'd love a bed. <laughs> yeah. And, you I'd, know. In yeah. the olden days, before, uh, and by the olden days, I mean, I think up until maybe the mid-80s, there was a trough at the pub, because pubs were usually men only. There's a trough at the pub, but you could just piss, like, straight that, in the, that in, was, like, in the, oh, like, yeah. common that's a, area. That's also, also yeah. in Mexico, that was, that, I think, I don't know if you can still do that in Acapulco, uh, not in Acapulco, in Tijuana, but that was Acapica. a for a, lo- a long time in yeah. Tijuana, you could just saddle up and pee right there at the I bar. Mean, at the bar, like, it's, like, under the bar, yeah. Yeah. That's why there's so much tiling in pub, pubs. Mm, I can't. T- I, well, I, man, <laughs> man. This is my men, country. <laughs> no, no, look. Men, men, men really the, created. Let's still start. Men, men are awful. I, I men, can't go to the bathroom. Men were just like, everywhere's a locker room. Yes, basically. They're like, oh, just, no, I've got piss all over my shoe. I can't go home to my missus. i got to go upstairs and Would you like to rent him. a room? <laughs> uh, oh, I can't imagine, imagine standing at the bar and your buddy's just pissing. Like, that is a good conversation we're having. Like, literally, urine is coming out of this man's cock. Just looking you dead in the eye as well and being yeah. like, yeah, it's actually crazy. The dog's got really upset. I've got my best time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were able to find him like a week later. <laughs> well, you're really pissing a lot, aren't you, Randall? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the peculiar feature of the case was that the bill included the item of 23 glasses one day, 67 glasses the next day, and 42 the day after. It's a lot of... That's how much he drank? Well, hold on. Well, if you the don't have to get out to the toilet, yeah, you can drink a lot going. in one session. You're just a vehicle that's the only. Urine. That's the only thing that stops you from drinking a lot, is going to the bathroom. That's, there's yeah. no other yeah. consequences. Well, that's why. That's what's great about having... Like, it's just like, you know, the problem with the bog is of wasting all that non-drinking time in there. It's like, exactly. well, what if I told you, you could still be pissing and drinking at the bar? <laughs> What's the catch? <laughs> the explanation of the plaintiff was that the defendant was drinking at his house in Stanford, but that the great bulk of the glasses were consumed by other parties. So the defendant treated, and although at the time, and although at the time of shouting, 
under the influence of drink, he was not so tipsy as to not know that he was doing what he was doing and to be responsible for his actions. So he's drunk so, enough. Uh, he's drunk. He's drunk, but not drunk enough to not know he's buying people drinks. That's what he yeah. said. <laughs> An amazing crime. An, an ama- amazing crime. Uh, th- mm-hmm. An amazing determination to have to make. He's drunk, but he's not that drunk. Yeah. Sure. Did he shout everyone in the pub 67 drinks? Yeah. Yep. He, but he wasn't yeah. that drunk. He wasn't but that he drunk. But he knew what he was doing. <laughs> These were smart business decisions yeah, he was yeah. making. He was savvy. Yeah. In his evidence, the defendant flatly denied the plaintiff's assertions as to the I was shit-faced, treating. Your Honor. <laughs> I was absolutely rat-assed. How dare you? I was super fucked up. I drank from the cup of peace. I drank a cup of piss thinking it was ale. I was wrecked. I lay down in the trough. I, I didn't know where I was. I was doing the backstroke in the urine trough. Uh, and uh, so in his evidence, the defendant flatly denied the plaintiff's assertions as to the wholesale treating. So sobriety. And and further put in his set off for the hire of a horse amounting to four pounds. The case occupied a considerable time and the evidence of the whole affair being very contradictory. His honor gave a verdict for three pounds, ten shillings. So wait, a horse a got involved? He yeah, there, bought a yeah, horse ride. Uh, it, yeah, there's a horse and further put in a set off for the hire of a horse. So, uh, so he was just he so was, he like, was like tabbing it up. Yeah, he yeah, was, he was planning a boys it. trip. He was drinking every boy ever beers. He's like, we should go on holiday together. Yeah, let's go to Adelaide. Let's see what is happening. <laughs> Let's why not? And then a bunch of dogs chased him. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Your Honor, my client is a degenerate drunkard. He didn't know what he was doing. That's right. Uh, here's a, just a little blurb about the court. Uh, Archibald Mal- Malcolm was charged with maliciously, maliciously setting fire to a stack of hay, the property of David Vines, Esquire, on the 1st of May. Best and Cameron were charged with aiding and abetting. Hay fire. Three people to set yeah. fire to hay? Fi- yeah. Yeah. You got to get it right. Yeah. You got. I mean, if you're gonna do it, you got to. You do it. You get your bros. Yeah. You want to make sure you guys it. are doing it right. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess. Cause... I mean, judging from this newspaper, not a lot was going on in town. So. Nope. No. So no, it was really... someone invited you to a hay fire. You were going. You didn't have anything. Else well, going. this story's really there to just sort of break up drunk tales, which I'm yeah. sure is following next. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> the headline is bad time. Bad times for policemen. Good. Not a week. Uh, yeah, right. Not a week <laughs> has passed since this year commenced that a policeman has not died in the discharge of his duty. Bro, bro, oh, bro, bro. A cab, bro. Bush Ranger country, <laughs> baby. <laughs> last week in Easterbrook was killed while stopping. Oh, last week Easterbrook. So that's a person. Last week, okay. Easterbrook was killed while stopping two mad horses that were running in Broadway. 
Well, I mean, I'm going to say he didn't stop them. Yeah. yeah. The horses stopped him. Yeah. yeah. The other way around. Hold on there. What's this all about? Horses <laughs> like... The horse is like, we're just living, man. What are you doing? Leave us alone just because we're hanging out. That's fine. It's not illegal for us to stand out here and hang out. They're drunk pissing in the trough. Yeah. We're just going to go on a holiday. holiday. We want to ride you for a while, please. (laughs) Come on, Jack. Uh, Yesterday, policeman Bessemer was fatally injured by a crazy merchant named Tibbetts who stabbed him on the corn exchange. The corn exchange? Is the corn, the corn exchange, exchange a euphemism for a body part, or is that a place? It's a place, I think, it's where they you know, buy and sell corn. He oh. stabbed him, and he was like, that's not corn. <laughs> that's <laughs> not a corn. corn. That's a knife. <laughs> I thought the corn uh, exchange was like a nice word for like the nose or something. I don't know. Or like the trough that you could call the urine yeah. trough the corn exchange. The corn exchange, the asparagus exchange. If we're being honest, oh boy, that oh is dear, the smell of that thing. Do you know what? It's <laughs> I just because I do really yeah. distinctly remember there was a smell around pubs when I was growing up, and that, that would have been so early nineties. Crazy. I mean that early night. I mean that is not that long ago. Yeah, but there's a David Bowie. A video clip that he shot in Australia. I think it's the Let's Dance one, and there's scenes where Let's he's like, piss. "Put on your shoes, then <laughs> I'll piss in them." Um, <laughs> but there's a David Bowie, and there's scenes of him like singing and and playing in a pub, and I just think like, uh-huh. I'm sure, like theoretically, he was like, "That would that'll be great." That's my David Bowie impression. It's I'd really love to good. Do that. And then he goes there, and it just he's David Bowie like playing in a piss field club. Yeah, and he, I mean, he seemed kind of particular, so that would be, like, <laughs> amazing for him to just... Well, David, we've emptied the piss troughs. We want yeah. you to shoot your video. Have fun. Enjoy yourself. And if you've got a leak, there it is, David. <laughs> <laughs> Need to lie down? Just go upstairs, Dave. <laughs> Don't worry, we're at a hotel as well, David. Uh... Tibbetts has been a sort of king upon the corn exchange. He has operated <laughs> in grain... To the extent of $2 million, he has lost $200,000. He charged the best produce dealers with being swindlers, and they expelled him from the exchange by a vote. At the meeting, so he he lost money and then said everyone was cheating him and gets kicked out. So, But uh, this is just the place where you just are like, it's just like an agricultural trading yeah. area. Okay, yeah. right. At uh, the meeting house yesterday, he he entered the building armed with a Bowie knife and a Colt's pistol. Bowie. Tibbets quote <laughs> ran amok among the corn merchants for nearly half an hour. So he's just knifing his way through. Stabbing? He's just he's just running around. He chased old greyheads and pricked them with his knife. Yep, that's stabbing. I've got yeah, a he's new, stabbing people. I... I have a new term for the United States Congress. What's that? Old gray heads. <laughs> yes. Uh, he upset the sample boxes and spat in the face of the merchants. Wow. So he's really going off. Yeah, he's a yeah. little terror. Also, you don't spit in the sample box. Come on, man. No. Yeah. He's, you make... he's really... You're pissing it. Yeah. You're taking pissing it like a grown-up. <laughs> like an Australian. 
Um, Australian. But it's also like, it sounds like classic rich people shit, right? Make a bunch of money, doesn't go your way, complain that the system is rigged against you. Take go a on knife, a murder spree. <laughs> spit yes, in faces, cut spree. sample boxes, and everyone's yeah. like, Jesus Christ. Shoot him was cried from all parts of the room. The policeman struck Tibbets and was then stabbed by the mad merchant in several parts. Luckily, right. he did not fire his six barrel among the densely packed corn merchants. Wow. But he's dead, so he should have shot. Well, this is a really well, tough one because it's like, on one hand, I don't want to rich, root for the rich guy. Yeah. But on the flippy dip, but... he did kill a cop. <laughs> <laughs> so. Also, yeah, it's tough. Um, I. Uh, it's also this is like Ned Kelly country. Do you, you guys know about Ned Kelly? Don't you? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very famous Australian uh, bush yeah. ranger. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, right. So like killing cops was kind of the thing to do of the day. Yeah. People liked it. Mm. It sounds like people of today might be rooting for it too. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. Did I, t- uh, I watched the Family Feud <laughs> just real quick a couple weeks ago, and it was you know the last one, and they go, uh, they go, they go, uh, name a job that you would be happy if your son got, and the woman goes, police officer. And then when it goes to reveal it, it was two, and her face, she was this white woman, and she was just like, oh my god, two. Why is it so low? It was amazing. She was like, police officer is a respectable job. (laughs) (laughs) I was was like, why is it so high? I love that you're watching the Family Feud. I Mm. love Steve Harvey's Family Feud. It's really a party. Go ahead. Another danger, another danger to human life in this city is the firing at recruits in the street. Wow. The what? guard fires, but does not intend to kill the recruit. As what? a consequence, he does not aim at him and frequently wounds an innocent passerby. A uh, Miss Hales <laughs> was wounded yesterday by this carelessness. I don't know what in the fuck just happened. So, so wait, so is it a police guard firing as a silly little joke at police rec- recruits? I, it's, it sounds like or, hazing a little bit, right? Yeah, right. Like, oh and yeah. it's just like, if you avoid the recruits... Then you've done your job, but real people are like, my neck! And he's like, oh, don't worry. <laughs> you They're just not in killed uniform. my wife! Oh, no, we get it. Oh, go- I'm having a goof up here, guy. <laughs> Relax, would you? You guys ever heard of a freaking joke? Hey, look, I'm ch- if, here's an idea. Don't stand where recruits are walking. How about yeah. that, stupid? Yeah, this is silly street where we have a nice little fun time with our guns. And hey, you don't want to be your shot. existence got in the way of our hazing. Yeah. And My now they're family's getting... dead. And you know what's the saddest part? Media's trying to cancel these these, these the jokesters. Whole thing, the, the media jokesters. is trying to spin this fun prank as a murder of nine. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you. <laughs> it's... As, journalism's dead if it was ever living. World's gone mad. This country's lost its way. Yeah, it's unbelievable. You can't mm. kill six people while you're having a raz in the yeah. public square anymore. The latest wrinkle is this headline. An American <laughs> Sorry, paper. Sorry, Dave, before we go on. It does worry me that crimes, crimes are happening every day in this country. This happened, and then this happened, and then this person got stabbed. Like, they talked about a, a stabbing rampage, 
And then it wasn't, the end of the story was, and that was that, and not, and the person <laughs> went to jail. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That was, that, that was. And then, and then the next story was, sh- cops are shooting at random people on the street. <laughs> Well, anyway, well. <laughs> here's a new wrinkle. <laughs> you know, it's like when you're trying out a new bit for stand-up and you're just like, you have nowhere to go once you're halfway through. And you're like, yeah. All right, well, there might be something there. Um, yeah, all right, <laughs> let me tell you about the guy who went cutting sample boxes in the grain center. <laughs> uh, the latest a wrinkle, an American paper, says that the latest wrinkle in this age of novelties is the new-fashioned tea and coffee cup invented for the benefit of a gentleman with heavy mustache. What the fuck? Wait, this is amazing. Wait, are you saying, David, first of all, that America invented the coffee cup and that it was established for the mustached? I think it's a new type of coffee cup made for the mustache. So does it have like a, maybe like a sort of divot? In my well, mind. You know, well, you know we're not going to get the answer you want, right? So lie to me, baby. This is the, there's only one more sentence. It is contrived in such a manner that the most savage fizzed military man may imbibe without immersing the delight of his sweetheart in the drink. Ew. I, I think I was happier before the last sentence. <laughs> what? So that's it just keeps, the delight it keeps of your the stash Yeah, are you out of the coffee. Mu- read the last sentence again, just because it can't be real. It is contrived in such a manner that the most savage fizzed military man may imbibe without immersing the delight of his sweetheart in the drink. He's calling the mustache his sweetheart. The delight no, of the sweetheart. His no, delight no. His, of his, yeah. his ladies oh. or his fellas uh favorite thing is the mustache. Yeah. It's a tickler. Oh, yeah. It's right. A tickler. That's so I, yucky. Man, I was just gonna say as a as a man with many mustaches, I'll tell you, women love them. Uh they're always like good call, uh, way to go. <laughs> yeah. As a woman with a, a partner who has a big mustache, I, I love the idea of it. Sure. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. That... I love the idea of it. That's right. Yeah. The idea of it delights me, his sweetheart. Yeah. Do I love the half reality. my makeup being rubbed off after we kiss? No, uh, great. Do I uh, love being exfoliated just underneath uh, my nose? The, the Not so much. <laughs> Smooth as a baby's bottom under there, but it's not very helpful. <laughs> I love that, that that it's so funny to hear the other side. I don't think I've ever even thought of the forced exfoliation factor. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> it is good. Also, you know what? I mean, it's disgusting, obviously, but if someone had like a, a coffee or a bit of tea in their moustache, I wouldn't yeah. mind it. Really? Mm-hmm. A bit of smell, a bit of something different. Yeah, can't just all be Depends on. I, I guess it depends. It would be one. Yeah, if it's like coffee, maybe. But if it's like, man, that kimchi's good. Come here, darling. <laughs> <laughs> what a bunch of good kimchi I just hit. Get over here. Oh, uh, uh, I don't. No, get around this though. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. Don't worry. It's fine. You like you like hot rusty cabbage? Come here. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also love that they're saying it's a, it's a very to me a very masculine thing to be like this mustache is for the ladies. Hey, ladies, <laughs> uh, we know you can't go in the bar that we turned into a public urinal, so we're giving you one better. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, um, uh, this next one is he- headline is the bunyip. The traditions about the existence of the bunyip have been revived during the last few days by the capture, uh, and then it says parentheses, all alive, oh, of a curious animal on the Murray by a fisherman. Hey, Dave, I have a question for Jen and I. What's happening? Uh, no, Jen knows. Jen, why don't you tell us what a bunyip is? What is the bunyip is the most fearsome animal in Australia. Very dangerous. And I the feel like main... I'm in the beginning of a movie. Yeah, yeah. It's like a chupacabra. Yeah. And they'll what? eat you. They'll eat you. They'll yeah, drag you out into the bush in the middle of the night. They'll yeah. eat you. They Sometimes they live in the trees and they drop down on you and they they rip you apart. Yeah. It's very, yeah. Chupa, it's very chupacabra-ish. Yeah. So it's real. <laughs> I'm looking at a picture of a bunyip right now. And I got to tell you, I think the chupacabra is less scary. <laughs> there is one picture of a bunyip I'm looking at. It's absolutely the craziest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, you love it, right? Oh, yeah. Isn't that sick? Yeah, it looks That's like disgusting. it's a swamp monster, I guess. I, uh, I'm obsessed. It's got a with bifurcated it. tongue. Yeah. Yeah, it's how it's supposed to be. I just I like. Agree. Clearly, it's come up from either they've misappropriated like some indigenous like story yeah. or it's just white people white british people in the bush being like water's a bit water's a bit muddy isn't it don't well, i don't think we should go in there there's probably a bunyip <laughs> exactly <laughs> what's a bunyip what's the fiercest of lizard komodo um, dragon with a bifurcated tongue on steroids darling it is about three feet long, apparently not full-grown, and seems to be a species of freshwater seal. What? <laughs> freshwater seal. Freshwater seal. You don't hear seal. that very often. So you know, inland. Thing, it's not real. Just hundreds yeah. and hundreds of kilometers away from the from the sea. The rare the seal. river seal. I'm just trying to think what they think, like what animal they're basing it off, you know? Because I'm trying to think river seal... Maybe a platypus? That's what I was thinking. Oh, yeah. Platypus, but platypus aren't scary. They don't look scaly. You know the guy, the guy when he first discovered the platypus thought it was fake? He, like, was checking sure. it for stitches? Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, he was like, what the hell? I, okay. They I are weird. Yeah, still, they are weird, yeah. 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 I used to work at an aquarium here, and uh, we had platypus. And um, the thing about platypus is they are um, nocturnal. And the right. aquarium was only open during the day. And so people oh. would go in being like, oh, my God, I'm finally going to see a platypus. And it would just be yeah. like an empty tank. And so yeah. I think they don't do a lot to add to their own. They do a lot to add to their own mistake. Like, I think they are well, gaslighting the world. They're like, they're like the us. World. They perform at night. That yeah. happened with us with fairy penguins. We drove forever <laughs> to go see these fairy penguins. Yeah. And we get there. And we're, we're walking up and we're going, boy, there's not a line at all. <laughs> and then we go in, and, and we're just like, Hi, "Howdy, ma'am! We're here to see the fairy penguins." And she was like, 
uh, all right, well, they come out about six or seven, they'll come back. And we were like, no, we have a show then. Yeah. When can we play with them now? And they were like, well, no, they go. And then they come back. And we were like, oh. Yeah. Boo. Boo. Yeah. We drove far. Like, was this in yeah. Sydney or was this in which part of Australia were you? Was it Mel- I think it was in Melbourne. Yeah, it might have been. But we drove like a ways. We drove like a couple yeah, hours. To, mm. I, think I mean, that's classic Melbourne, though, isn't it? It's off the beaten mm-hmm. track. It's a little bit different. Yeah. And you have to Difficult. work for it. Yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some yeah. really great and Sydney Melbourne humor for your American yeah, they <laughs> listeners. Love that. They love that. They love the feud. They love the feud. Uh, uh, the residents of Lake Moodermere are constantly hearing strange cries resembling those of a seal. And it is even asserted that one of those so-called bunyips has been seen lying on the bank of the lake, but paddled into the water before a near view could be obtained. The lake is so overgrown with weeds that a shy animal like a seal could easily find shelter there without much change of being discovered. Sure, As to or the stranger... Not. As to the stranger caught, uh, the fisherman promises to bring it into Beechworth for an inspection of the curious. So we've got our, like, uh, what's the guy in Jaws who's like, yeah, we'll go find it right there. Oh, you've got yeah. that guy who's uh, like, yeah. we'll go out there, we'll find the bunyip, and we'll bring it back for everyone to have a look at it. <laughs> for an inspection of the curious. For an inspection of the curious. Well, that's what I, I call my way. doctor's appointment. Whoa! Sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, this is good. This is good. Yeah. This is a good one for the ladies. Oh, God. Ladies. Yeah. The headline is as broad as it is long. Mm-hmm. A German statistical writer remarks that the invention of the sewing machine has enabled one woman to sew as much as a hundred could sew by hand a century ago. But, he continues, one woman now demands as much clothing as a hundred did a century ago so that the situation is not so much changed after all. So what you're telling me is, ladies be shopping? Yeah. (laughs) That's what it is. Oh, my God. (laughs) That is, what an amazingly dumb, like, (laughs) well, I've got good news. Oh, what is it? Well, the woman is now capable of sewing a hundred times more than she used to. Oh, great. But now she wants all of that clothing for herself. Isn't that just beautiful encapsulation of capitalism? Like, it's the most perfect. It's like the five-word short story version of capitalism. It is, because it's like innovation is popping, but the workers are demanding more. So what you're saying is she can work more than ever, but now she wants the fruits of her own labor. This is why we can't invite them into our piss pubs. Yeah. (laughs) There is a great video of uh, when when Australia was going to let women into pubs and a a woman reporter went into a pub and was asking the men, and they're just like, no, I think women shouldn't be in here. It's for men. I'm having a piss. <laughs> they're like, I wow. don't know how wasted I am, but you are a fruity-looking bloke, madam. When you think, when you, th- I mean, really, when you actually just take a step back and think of, like, 
growing up in the era that we did, like where like it's a great place to be single and go to try to talk to like, you know, where you're trying to maybe get a little bit laid while you go out. The yeah. idea that you're like so resistant to that being on the table because your alcoholism trumps the idea of any sort of attractive like any sort of attraction being pursued. You're just like, well, bring a woman in here. What are you talking about? That'll be a well, nightmare. It's like I remember there was like a whole thing when um, drink driving. There were like campaigns to curb drink driving in Australia. And there was a real pushback because they were like, well, how am I going to get back from the pub? What? Drink That's a less? fair point, though. That is a really fair point. Like it was, it was just like a huge cultural yeah, right. contention of like, what? Not drink? Just go straight home? What are you talking yeah. about? Like people couldn't get their mind around it. I guess. Uh, I guess looking it up, it was uh, a Queen- Queensland, of course, that uh, yeah. that didn't allow women to drink in pubs until. Uh, last year yeah <laughs> last year it's very funny as well because so, like yeah. uh in sydney they uh it would have been 15 20 years now but they had like uh there was a whole thing about getting small bar licenses because we only had pubs or like huge nightclubs and uh-huh. the opposition to that was like oh so people well they don't want to just like get they just want to have like a, a glass of wine and read a book. Yeah. All right, nerd. Like that was the, yeah, right, that right. was the counter argument. Is like okay, you don't want to get mega fucked up. You just want to <laughs> sit somewhere quiet and nice. Where will your piss trough be? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm like... completely lost on the premise overall. Um, okay. Can you explain what a squatter is, uh, Jen? A squatter. Um. I felt so Australian saying that too. Squatter. 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 Fucking have a glass of water and sit on the squatter. It's what a woman has to do when she goes in the pub. (laughs) She's got a squatter. Um, She's got a squatter to piss. I guess a squatter is like a... I'm guessing guessing context, but like basically like a a homeless person, essentially. Someone taking up residence somewhere. Uh, is that what it was in Australia back then? Uh, okay. I don't know. I'm sure there's like a very romantic idea of what it was, but I think it was it was like you pack your um yeah. Uh, there's all these romantic Australian words that I can't think of, but I think waltzing Matildas yeah. about like a squatter who like basically sets up on someone else's farmland and then gets shot up by the oh, police. Cool. That is yeah. romantic. And they that wanted that nice. to be our national anthem for a while. Oh, right. They did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Stands new, out. The new scab inspectors. The Melbourne correspondent of the Chronicle somewhat ill-naturedly remarks that Melbourne has been infested this week with quite a host of dingy-looking individuals having a slight touch of the squatter in their style. Yeah. <gasps> okay. So... Mm. That's nice. It's very cool. That's nice, yeah. At Scott's Hotel, where squatters most do congregate, these shabby, genteel individuals were to be found soliciting the names of influential gentlemen to documents. The lobby of the house, when members began to assemble, has for some days been almost besieged by them. Jesus Christ. So they're, I mean, yeah, they are like, they're like, we got bed bugs. Yeah, I mean, basically... Upon inquiry, I found these gentry were applicants for the four snug little billets as scab inspectors, 
which are going just now. Scab inspectors. So are those... Wait, are they referring to actual scabs or are you referring to, like, I don't know, people I crossing felt... picket lines? I don't know what they're talking That's about. That's what I felt. If it's actual scabs, I'm going to throw up in a little trash I have in here. Okay. Mind I'm, if I'm I pick at, at that a little? It's got to be like... Is... Yeah. It's a sheep thing. It's a sh- uh, that's it's a, that's a Spike Lee movie, isn't it? It's a sheep thing. <laughs> uh, they inspect sheep. The Scab Act of 1840 gave the inspector power to inspect sheep. Okay, so why In are they called way? Scab? Why are they called Scab inspectors? I kind of want to know, but then I'm also a little nervous to know. Yeah. <laughs> this is baffling. Like, if it actually does get to actual scabs, that will <laughs> deeply bother me. <laughs> I mean, they were being sheared, so maybe... So maybe they were looking at, like, sheep scabs? <laughs> so, did, the, did the squatters bring sheep to the hotel? And then they're like, wait, 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 wait. Bringing sheep to the hotel is one thing, but if these sheep have scabs on them, then they're out! Yeah, well, they were also like, those are male sheep, aren't they? <laughs> Scab-infected sheep were probably being wow. important. So, so yeah, there was someone going around checking sheep for scabs. Yeah, that's what it's just oh. kind of like running their fingers over like it's braille. Do you know why this might be? Because if you shear a sheep too roughly, yeah, yeah right. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, then so, they get scabs, and then the quality of the wool goes down. Right. Which actually is a great segue to Manscaped, which sponsors the pastimes. Guys, manscaping <laughs> is one of the more difficult tasks. We've all been there. It's like diffusing a pube bomb. But the manscape glides smoothly over, and it really just, it's the best way to shorn. Dave, you were saying the other day you were shaving your nuts in the shower, and they came out pretty nice. My eyebrows. <laughs> right. Sorry. Okay, sure. And the promo code this uh, week is Sweetheart's Delight. Yep. That's right. Yep, yeah. exactly. Yes. This is our Valentine's right. show. Yeah. Okay, so no, they were there to apply for a job as scab inspector. Okay. Oh. That's why they were there. Okay. Seems the like a pretty easy... How do you, like, pitch yourself for that? Like, oh, I'm really good at finding cuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's resume is unbelievable. Yeah. They come in, they're like, okay, we don't have any sheep in here, but we do have... Uh, Dave, and he's just going to sit in the corner. Dave. And just so Dave look at him has and... a scab on him somewhere. And you you guys, find whoever finds it the first and brings it to us is going to yeah. get the job. Mm. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close my eyes, and I'll just start feeling you guys. <laughs> okay? I'll show you how good I am. <laughs> I mean, that's the whole story. There's just people that are there uh, to... that they don't like to be to trying to get a job. <laughs> Yeah. Touching up oh, sheep. There you go. That's, yep. that's touching, the story. Touching up sheep is a gentleman's job. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. What are you supposed to look like when you're a sheep molester? Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't um, look the part. Uh, the days the Dalesford Mercury, Dalesford, oh, the Dalesford Mercury thus chronicles a case of connubial felicity. Oh. Connubial is like a married, married. Uh, married stuff we have been informed and we have been informed that a few nights ago an incident occurred of so serious a nature that the majority of the inhabitants of east dalesford were thrown into a state of consternation and alarm oh no 
And Australians, you don't have to send me any messages saying, it's Dally's fight. No, you got it. It's Dalesford. It is Dalesford? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Dalesford now you open is... to, are you open to emails complimenting you, Dave? Or do you <laughs> have to close our yeah, policy, please. you prick? Send them. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. Got that on the first. Dear Dave, got that on the first try, buddy. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, make it Loving nice your work. Yeah. Put more ads in. It appears that a married couple residing not 100 miles from Fitzgerald's Brewery had. I love that that's where they're like, yeah, that's where the do they live? Uh, about 100 miles from What's the, the, the uh, brewery. closest brewery then? Well, <laughs> truly, though, like. So much of this country is defined by either prisons or it's, pubs or br- where the breweries are. Like a lot of it really is. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, great. Um, yeah, a lot of the famous beers is like, well, we can only make this beer near this river, so that's why that's oh that's, my God, that's that's the place. <laughs> what? Uh, so they entertained and expressed opposite opinions of a certain subject. The little. Connubial difference, it appears, rankled in the breast of our heroine and her lord. Wow, calling him her lord. Uh, mm-hmm. And was the great was the cause of great tribulation to the weaker vessels ere many hours had passed. Okay, so they had a fight. Okay, th- th- that would weigh into the I'm getting paid per word uh, thing. Yeah. Right. This worthy couple, late in the evening, having domestic business to transact, proceeded together to the Dalesford market, and having made their purchases, wended their way homewards. On their way thither, the old subject was revived, and a rather unloving and noisy argument carried on. When, lo, the woman missed her husband, and heard him floundering about in a dam, contiguous to... To the road they had been traveling. That is the worst description I've ever heard of a guy fell in in the water. (laughs) And I think, is he drunk? No, I think they're just arguing. He might be. be. Yeah, yeah, I I think think that's right. You gotta assume he's plowing. You gotta assume old people in all of these stories are drunk. Yeah, they're both drunk. otherwise explicitly told, they are shit-faced. Yeah, and so she's she's like arguing with him, and then all of a sudden he's like, oh, "I'm drowning," and she was like, "Oh my god, I was still, <laughs> I was still yeah. fighting with you." He's Basically. like, "I'm drowning." She's like, "Yeah, I'm drowning too." Okay, you know, a lot of times it feels like that. Yeah, I can't breathe sometimes. No, I literally can't breathe. I know. Well, I know. then maybe we shouldn't be together. Well, I'm dying. <laughs> oh, it's always about Amazing. you, isn't it? Oh, literally, my lost breath. <laughs> oh, yeah, here we go. Yeah, drama, great. drama, drama. Drama, wow. In my yeah. mind, she's been arguing for a long time as well and getting nothing from him because he's been That's drowning. Right. She's like, yeah, oh, right. silent <laughs> treatment. Wonderful, very oh, there mature. there we go. You know very what? Mature. Just run away from your emotions and just not talk. Yeah. Why don't you just shut down again, Andy? Also, splash, splash. how did they find, like, one of the couple had to... Tell the newspaper about their fight. Yeah, right. right. Like, yeah, they had to have explained the whole situation to somebody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's okay. very even-handed reporting in this way because if it was yeah. me, I would be like, and then he, a- being a fuckhead, fell in the dam, <laughs> and somehow that's my f- problem. Like everything else yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. 
Immediately, all the old love for her swain returned, and she raised a hue and cry that struck terror to the hearts of all residing in that neighborhood. In a few minutes, people came flocking from all parts with lanterns and candles and were horrified on learning the cause of the poor woman's outcry. The search commenced, and eager eyes were stretched to every part of the dam, each one vying with the other and endeavoring to get the first glimpse of the unfortunate, but it was all in vain. Oh, God. He died. God Not damn. a trace I mean, the of the poor fellow. How about the headline? Give, I mean, this is before, like, headlines are supposed to grab you. They're like, yeah. stick around for the end of the article. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the BuzzFeed version of this being like, yeah. uh, what's the worst thing you, <laughs> you've ever said to your partner? Well, it won't tell what this lady did. Yeah, right. That's right. Yeah, right. That's exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah. This one's like, argument. He's dead. <laughs> What? <laughs> a deadly breakup story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a trace of the poor fellow could be found. Drags were now introduced on the scene, but with no better result. Jesus. When the confusion uh, had arrived at a dreadful pitch, and all were in despair at the unsuccessful attempts made to discover the lost one, information arrived, wonderful to relate, immediately turned the tables. The poor fellow, on recovering himself from his fall, instead of assuaging his wife's fears, turned a deaf ear to her piteous cries for help, and knowing the position and depth of the dam, immediately got up and waded to the other side, and the brute went home. That's so <laughs> oh my funny. God. I thought the bunyip might have gone him for a minute. So this guy, this guy is in an argument, potentially right. falls, maybe jumped, to be honest, yeah, yeah. in the dam. Fakes she freaks death. out. He fakes his own death for like a half hour and he just goes to the other side of the body of water and walks home. And she's like, he's dead. And everyone's got their candles and lanterns. And they're like, oh, my God, we'll never find him. How are we not finding the body? And he's just at home, just like warming his clothes by the fire. Yeah. That's right. I like. Yeah. It. Yeah. Well, you know, I uh, the, the way this story reads to me is that um, the fight was kind of one way and he was just kind of like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. He just like he just like put he did like his own like trust fall into the water. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> just, like dropped into it. Who knows if he's been practicing it, too? You know what I mean? Like yeah. maybe yeah, like <laughs> he's spied the dam on previous outings to the market. Or he practiced and like, this. She was like, one of these. Going? Yeah. Like, yeah. One of these days I'm gonna throw myself the fucking dam. One of these yeah, days just, I'm just gonna do it. She and then as he's walking back, he's like, if he, she keeps going, I am just gonna drop in this motherfucker. <laughs> I it takes a lot of discipline as well to like stay quiet. Like if someone's yeah. fighting me, and then yeah. I'm like, and then I'm just gonna lie there and like sneak up, and then they just keep going. There I've are, been there. I've yeah. been there. I've definitely been, I've definitely been like. I'm not talking anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. if you put a river near me, I'd be like, I'll try. Yeah. I'll give it a shot. <laughs> I'd do a Going mumble, I think. The I'd only be way mumbling. to start this argument. And then they'd be like, what? And I'd be like, it's a bunyip. This is a bee. Bunyip, bunyip. 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 I just think you're really bad at prioritizing your tasks as a bunyip. Uh, bunyip's opinion. Yeah. <laughs> a a remarkable monstrosity on Mr. McNichols' run near Branks' home a few days ago was born a lamb 
which being scabby, in, <laughs> which being perfect in other respects, had all its feet and the lower part of its legs, both fore and in hind, formed exactly like those of a kangaroo. What? Oh. We've it's got a, a lambaroo? It's a lambaroo, yeah. Ooh. We've got a cam? Can, uh, I think the first one. I like lambaroo. Lambaroo. I love it too. I'm not, I'm not pushing back. I love it too. That's a sports car. Lambaroo. It is. It's the new lambaroni. Lambaroo 1500. Uh, the lamb was born alive and apparently in stout health. Okay, so it's what? a half. Was it a kangaroo? Half, half a kangaroo, half lamb that's in Did uh, a good kangaroo health. fuck a lamb? Is that what we're getting to? We can only hope. Oh, this is how you get bunyips. Mm. This is how you get bunyips. You're not, you're Mr. playing God. Yeah, it's seriously. Mr. McNichol, however, had it killed, but we believe as. What is he doing? He Wait, so he do what? He kept the skin. Do you keep the thing? You, you, I mean, this is a time where you, I mean, money. I see the ceiling on this. Money. You can you sell. Always have the skin. So the skin many tickets. You're gonna. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, you're. I thought you were pushing back. Okay, yes. No. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yes. No. He had. He had. He could have. He could have toured America. He had with the this golden ticket without question. Yeah. You could have been playing what's in the pouch with these dumb Yankees. It would have been unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. You're Welcome back too. to what's in the pouch. They'd yeah. drive out several hours to see the Lambaroo, and then they'd be like, yeah. oh, no, I have to sleep. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I was just going to say, we're lucky that this thing wasn't like this guy didn't discover the platypus. He would have yeah. just seen it and slit its throat and been like, anyway, where's the regular duck? <laughs> All we got around here is duck beavers. It's a very Australian attitude, though, to be like, wait a second, this is new and yeah. probably one of a kind. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to kill it. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if he consulted with anyone or his friend. He was just like, well, it's unfortunate. I've got to yeah. kill this thing now. Yeah. Why it's kill like, it? You could surely you could use it for wool. Like so, you could do. Just keep, see what yeah. it does. Yeah. Yeah. See what it does. Does it's it like, hop? Nah. Does it bah? Right, let's see what, which which parts which. Yeah. What if it made? Killed what if it. it made like the best wool ever? Like what if it cranked out yeah. the ultimate? We'll never know. We'll never, we'll never know. We we'll lost. Never know. We lost Lambaroo. We, there is. Yep. We could make another. I don't want to walk <laughs> into the, to the graphic mating room where either a lamb is <laughs> kangaroo banging or. I feel like I don't want to see the kangaroo bang a lamb, if I'm being honest. That yeah. feels... They're very oh, aggressive. Man. They're aggressive. They're aggressive. They're aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Dalesford Mercury, we owe the following local incident. On Sunday evening, the congregation at the Church of England were astonished by the appearance in the middle of the service of a half-witted Italian. Oh. What? Wait, <laughs> sorry? <laughs> like, wait, what did you say? Like everywhere, it's a nightmare. I'm so yeah. sorry, guys. It's okay. That's cool. It's funny. We were talking about some kind of half Italian, half half witted wit. Italian. <laughs> so I didn't know we were allowed to say that. Well, uh, the, well we're quoting back then. Oh, yeah, okay. We're quoting. He was called a Italian. Go ahead, Dave. <laughs> he marched up the aisle and first took his seat near the pulpit. Hey, After... is this a where a Jesus is a hanging out? <laughs> I was told that I could have met a god in a year. 
Hey, why are you giving me all of this wine and calling it a blood? Who is that guy with that weird collar? What is going on? Hey, nice. this is a longer book. So much of the words is so tiny. And my eyeballs, they don't go that small. Hey, why is this guy passing me a plate of money? Do I get to put it in my pocket? I'm a stinking a rich. After exciting considerable attention there, he proceeded to make himself comfortable on the floor near the communion table. Hey, this is a better where I come up from. <laughs> By loud coughs and his peculiar gest- gesticulations. <laughs> hey, welcome everything is an a marinara. Whoa, hey. He succeeded in annoying and alarming many of the ladies of the congregation. Hey, lady, what do I got to do to marry you? How come these glass windows are so full of color? Hey, who is it, that guy they nailed on the wall? He don't look too good. <laughs> he could have used a meatball. I could have seen his ribs. Who cut him? Is that a marinara? How come a marinara is coming out of that guy's ribs? Who made that crown? It looks way uncomfortable. This is a better where I come from. Why has this person never been in a church before? Even though he's from Italy? He's not smart. He's he's dumb. This guy's real dumb. He's really dumb. Hey, oh man, I'm so thirsty. Good thing you guys put out a bird bath for me to drink from. Ooh, that's the summer good of water. Uh, the same man was given in custody some five months ago, being then considered of unsound mind. At that hey. time, we believe. At that time, we believe he amused himself by stabbing the letters V R at Mister Keckler's branch office. What? what? Hey, what? don't mind if I do. V- virtual reality. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, it's a spicy meatball, huh? No, no, it's not a no, no. We don't need that guy here. No, no, get out of here, you this guy. Who's this guy? Who's this fella? <laughs> Who's this spicy meatball guy? He pops up a lot. He's a bit of a fucking nightmare. <laughs> hey, how come that lady's got a, like that priest collar, but it's over her head? Who is she? <laughs> Who is all them? Hey. Wow. Why, how come this piano have so many pipes on it? Oh. What is it going on? <laughs> why is he an Italian-American man? <laughs> hey. Specifically Brooklyn. I, doing in I don't understand. <laughs> hey. Hey, is it just me or is a pizza like a calzone that just someone to cut open like it was a surgery? Oh, come on. Whoa. Why come that guy got his feet nailed one after the other? They run out of nails? My grandpa got a bunch. Oh. Oh. Oh, sweet bastard. Uh, is that, that's it, David? Yeah, that's it. That's oh it. Well, Lord. what a ride. Jen, <laughs> thank you for ripping your mic cord out twice so I can uh, hear my own uh, voice and get annoyed by it. And thank you so for sorry. joining us on Thanks. the past times and, and contextualizing a bunch of your nightmare uh, nation for us. 
Um, oh boy. You're beautiful. Beautiful Australia. Oh, uh, boy. At, at Jen Fricker on all the things. Jen on all with the, the G. things. On all the Fricker, things. Fricker like you're swearing. Yep. You're Gosh. Yep. Don't um, gate agents love to have a little little fun little joke oh, about that. I bet they do. I bet and they, they can because I can't say anything because they won't let me on the plane. Yeah. No, they really oh. got you. Yeah, Bastard. I'm real mad about it. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, well, thanks. Listen, we will... No, go ahead. Tee off on him. Fuck him. Yeah. We'll get, Have at him. Yeah, I'm going to get on some lists, some no-fly yeah. lists. No, uh, you thank go. you so much for having me. Gosh, thank I learned you. a lot. Yeah, I learned a lot, too. This I, is what we're trying to do is people are learning. You it's know nice what? It's nice to finally know. Go ahead. It's, it's, nice to, it's nice to see your own country reflected through someone else's eyes, and you kind of learn a lot about it. it. And for well, me, I've yeah. learned that this country – the you know a lot of it was really built around drinking and stabbing and killing cops yeah. and it's mm-hmm. like you know it but and we it's learned nice this in to... school i'm not saying this was any of this was a surprise but i think you forget about it and then you put the pieces back together as an adult and you're like yeah this country was really that's a lot of drinking see i would yeah. think that you guys should do what we do here which is just completely avoid the reality of your history and just cherry pick like 19 dudes to just be like they were superheroes well we do that as well that's the crazy okay. thing we're like that's oh cool. bloody uh you know lots of dead cops a lot of folk heroes killing cops a lot of drinking a lot of pubs uh and uh doesn't matter how how it got there doesn't matter what happened to people who lived here before we don't need to talk about that that's the ugly part about history uh, well yeah. uh, and I, I, we can't actually legally go any further because uh, we don't want to start dipping into the american history because um, uh, as we all know a bunch of pilgrims found a beautiful place yeah and anything before that is a little bit bullshitty if you ask us yeah so yeah and we that's... were here last yeah that's what <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's what matters. We were here last. We found a furnished apartment. We found a furnished apartment, and we said, "Hey, yeah." And the family living in there was like, uh, "I mean, we could kind of share it." And we were like, "That doesn't work for us." No, no. Um, anyway, God bless Jen, Dave. God bless you, and God, God bless, bless America, the greatest country that God yeah. ever put together. That's God right. bless this mess. USA! USA! <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. Some of these days, you'll miss me, honey. Some of these days. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this, uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army. To join me for, I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th. Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in 
uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it. Let's see you there. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun. Half Hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help 